How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. As much of the United States is currently in a deep freeze, including large swaths and sections of the south and the southwest, Not my Auntie Karen in Arizona, but in Texas, my new mother-in-law hasn't left the house in three days because the temps are in the 20s and below. (laughs) She says she's not going outside. So as much of the country is currently locked in the deep freezer, it's a tough place to be. I got to tell you how cold it is in our neck of the woods. Now, CBS Sports Radio headquarters is located in lower Manhattan. I live in northern New Jersey in some higher elevations. And so as I left my house to drive into work, I had previously cleaned off my windshield wipers from the snow that had frozen and was more crusty and icy. But I didn't clear off the entire windshield. I just freed my windshield wipers in both the front and the back. So Princess Leia would be free to... To flit, flit, flick and float her windshield wipers. So partially the windshield was still frozen. There was still ice on, I would say the top third of the windshield. In a 40 minute drive into the office, into the studio, in which I was going between 60 and 70 miles per hour most of the time. The top third of my windshield never thawed. <laughs> it was ice when I left my house. It was still ice when I got to work, meaning the windshield wipers never. I was blowing the hot air on the windshield, the defogger, or as I used to call it when I was a kid, the defrogger, and it never melted. But here's what's even funnier. On the hood of Princess Leia, there is a leaf that is caught in a chunk of ice. 40-minute drive to work. The ice never melted. The leaf never blew away. It's still on the hood of my car. That's cold. (laughs) Yeah. 
minutes. I'm assuming Princess Leia warmed up. I mean, I didn't stick my face in the in the engine underneath the hood, but she warmed up enough that we had no trouble driving into work. And yet somehow that chunk of ice never melted on the hood enough that the leaf was free to be free to float or blow away. So yeah, that leaf is still currently frozen to the hood of Princess Leia. <laughs> is it a fossil at this point? It might be. It might be something that should be dug out <laughs> and turned into a science experiment. I know many of you are dealing with snow and cold, and honestly, I love the winter. I love snow. I'm the girl who prays for snow. Uh, I'm also much happier in cold than I am in extreme heat. Any day, I would take cold over the heat and humidity that comes in the Northeast or really anywhere that, that you're on the water. No, thank you. After the extreme heat and humidity in Texas in 2023 between multiple visits in the summertime uh, because of the wedding planning and the long distance relationship, I'm, I'll take winter any day and twice on Sunday. So I'm okay with winter. Just it's funny to see that leaf that's still stuck to the hood of my vehicle. <laughs> I hope you aren't completely freezing, or if you are, you're staying inside underneath an electric blanket like the hubs would prefer to do. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You can find me on Twitter, Radio. though I haven't had a chance to log in yet, but let's see if I can do it while I'm talking to you. Boom! There it goes. If you're looking for the polls, well, they come from... The show Twitter, After Hours CBS. And right now, we still have a couple polls ongoing. Number one, who would you rather have as your next head coach? Because we've had no decisions made, as in zero bleeps made so far this week. None of the, is it eight jobs? I think there's eight. Oh, well, that's not true. The Patriots would be eight, right? And they've, they're promoting Gerard Mayo. So we know the Patriots have done their due diligence, and, and maybe this is why it was the right time for Bob Kraft to part ways with Bill Belichick because he believes that Gerard Mayo is ready to go as a head coach. So that means we have seven openings in the NBA. None of the others have been filled. Now we've had multiple GMs speak. We've had a new one hired in Washington. What we have not had are any other coaching jobs filled. So we're asking you, and there's just about 15 minutes left in this poll, of the available experienced slash championship coaches, who would you rather have as your next head coach? Bill Belichick, Jim Harbaugh, Mike Vrabel, Pete Carroll. And the latest piece of news, the latest intel, is that Jim Harbaugh has also interviewed in Atlanta. So Bill Belichick was Tuesday, no, Monday, Harbaugh, Tuesday. And all of these teams have a lot of candidates. Weirdly enough, though, the Panthers are not interested in Jim Harbaugh. I guess they've had enough of college coaches, or David Tepper has. So Bill, Jim, Mike, Pete. Could be another version of the YMCA. Uh, and so you can find that poll on Twitter, either mine or our show Twitter, After Hour CBS. And then you can also still vote for TD of the Week. We'll let you hear those candidates again coming up in just a few minutes. 
It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Here's another reason why you want to flock. In fact, you can even crash the server if you want. Flock to our social media is because it's your chance to ask Amy anything. Now, producer Jay and I are thinking that we will do a video before the end of January to answer some of your marriage questions. Here's the funny part. I'll just admit immediately, marriage is very little like what I expected, as in almost nothing like what I expected. And don't ask me what I expected, but you know, you have these ideas about what it'll be like. Nope, nothing like that. (laughs) I'll just say right up front, it's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. And that's okay, because I think anything worth having is worth sacrificing for, working for, compromising for. I'm not afraid of of challenging or hard or difficult. I've I've been in those types of situations my entire life, both personally and professionally. So hard does not scare me. Challenging does not scare me, but it is a lot more difficult. Eh, challenging is the right word. It's a lot more challenging than what I expected, even in the first month. And guess what? Wednesday is one month. One month. Man, that went quickly. One month of adventures with countless more to come. In fact, we've been making some of our honeymoon arrangements, and so we're looking forward to getting to that point, and hopefully by then there'll be no more boxes in the house. (laughs) Let's hope. Anyway, with one month down and many more to come, we were thinking about maybe doing a wedding edition. No, no, I'm sorry, not wedding, post-wedding edition of Ask Amy Anything for our YouTube channel because... Ask Amy Walks Down the Aisle, parts one, two, and three, our most popular videos really ever. So because you all enjoyed them so much and you continue to send questions about now post-wedding into the marriage, many of you asking for photos. Now, those will come soon, but only on my blog. I will not be posting them on either Twitter or Facebook, but I will have a few to share with you on my blog. So... Bob and I have just finished going through both the the wedding pictures and the photos from the reception, officially from the photographer. Uh, we've marked the ones we like. We started downloading them. We're organizing them into family and and wedding slash reception. So there's, oh my gosh, the photos of us dancing. And I don't just mean me and Bob. I mean the family and the group of us that was dancing. Hysterical. They are so much fun. And then there's a lot of sweet moments that I either didn't see myself or didn't realize were caught on camera. So that's been fun. I think I actually like the the reception photos even more than I do the wedding just because they've been surprises. We didn't know uh, what the photographer would capture at the reception. So we're pretty excited about the photos after first blush. I will admit when I first saw the photos, I didn't like them at all. Is that terrible? First of all, I thought, why are there so many photos of me? Uh, Second, (laughs) I know that's what Bob said. He said, you're the bride, dummy. Like there's supposed to be photos of you, but it just felt like every photo. You don't need 1,100 photos of the bride Mm. for heaven's sake. Debatable. (laughs) Anyway, I don't need that many. However, it's been fun. So we've done like a sneak peek with our families, with a few different family members. And so that's been kind of fun to send them five or six photos and have them go, oh my gosh, can't wait to see more. So the photographers did a really good job because we told them we want candidates more than we want formal photos. And there's some really neat formal photos. We want candidates. So as I say, there's a bunch of pictures that I 
didn't even know were happening or that happened at another place in the reception that I wasn't a part of. So it's kind of fun to relive the reception through those photos and also to see what what Bob was doing, you know, various like moments of dancing or interaction with other people. And some of the photos I say, where was I? Because we were both being pulled by our friends or family members to say hello or to take personal photos. And so it was just neat to kind of go back and tell the stories. Uh, So there will be some photos. I've got to speak at a conference next week in Augusta, Georgia. So I I don't know that I'll get the photos up until after that. But hoping to have them up uh, before the start of February, if possible. So, yes, we'll do early marriage questions. Jay, this is scary. <laughs> I feel like I'm unqualified. <laughs> you are. You're qualified. Well, I'm qualified to talk about ours, I suppose. Uh, but sometimes I'll just admit I felt like a really terrible wife. Like maybe this isn't for me. <laughs> I, no, I'm serious. I've apologized. Well, but we're both pretty good at apologizing. But I think the challenge is that you know we were apart for our entire dating relationship. And not only have we not lived in the same zip code, we've obviously never lived together until we got married. And so that that's just been a huge adjustment. It's an adjustment. <laughs> it's an get adjustment. There. It's only a month in. I remember going back to the summer. My brother tried to tell me how much of an adjustment it was going to be living with someone. And I was like, that's dumb. No, it's not. That'll what do you easy. mean? I, exactly. That'll be easy. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. (laughs) But you know what? We're okay with it. I mean, we'd rather have it be challenging but be together. It's just that, right, we didn't realize how much of an adjustment. And and dogs and a cat. And, you know, he moved. And so it's all new for him. And there's winter. And there's vehicles. And there's working from home. And there's just, it's different schedules. Yeah, it's, it's been a lot. But the good news is last week was better than the week before. This week is better than last week, so... There you go. Yeah, it's just, right, like I said, it's not like what I expected. <laughs> I was thinking like, woo, newlywed bliss. This will be fun. Yeah, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear Lord. <laughs> so much. <laughs> Only a month in. Jay, stop laughing. No, I think that we're doing the hard part now, and then once we get more acclimated... So, Otherwise, if the honeymoon's over after a week, I think we're, <laughs> that would be really disappointing. <laughs> and actually, we haven't even had our honeymoon yet. So anyway, you guys will, I think, appreciate some of the stories. It's, um, I'll have to, of course, be careful that I don't uh, expose any secrets that anyone doesn't want told, you know, like the dog. I wouldn't want to hurt her feelings or anything. Can't do that. <laughs> Can't do that. But yeah, we should do a an early marriage edition of Ask Amy Walks Down the Aisle because uh, we've certainly gotten a lot of questions. Oh, they keep coming. They do. So if you have something that has nothing to do with wedding or marriage, well, then you can send those to our, or if you want to send your early marriage questions, you can send them to producer Jay at After Hours CBS or on our Facebook page. So guess what? No Jerry Jones on Tuesday. No Stephen Jones this week on our Dallas affiliate 105.3 The Fan. Both of them are taking the week off. Both of them have decided that they are still licking their wounds. I'm, I'm, I'm reading between the lines. 
Both of them took the week off. That's really all we know. There's been no explanation given. Excuse me. <laughs> Get me some oxygen. <laughs> Get me some oxygen. <laughs> but what we did have was a member of the Dallas Cowboys locker room dishing on what dear old Jerry said to the team after the loss. Have you heard Jordan Lewis? This is interesting. It's a message, you know, we got to win. The Dallas Cowboys, man, we had everything to win, so we can't let this, this feeling keep going on. So, I mean, it makes sense. Cowboys cornerback Jordan Lewis, part of the defense that got shivved. Exactly. Part of the defense that gave up so many points. Well, Dak Prescott gave up a pick six, so one of those TDs was on him directly. But the Dallas defense had no answers for Jordan Love and the game plan drawn up by the Packers coaching staff, as in none. So, according to Jordan Lewis, this is his version does he expect changes in this offseason? I just feel like he just he wants to win right now. The urgency is now. I mean, it was always that. We always had that that on our shoulders. But, you know, he, he made it clear that that's, that was the point. Huh. Well, the problem is you can't win right now because you're done for the year. So you, you've got to wait another year. So I get the whole there's a sense of urgency, but – you can't win now. That's yeah, a ha- fact. We haven't heard from Jera yet. We're going to have to wait on Jera. He might be the most coveted interview in the country at this particular point. Next to maybe a tell-all with Bill Belichick, who probably wouldn't tell all. Uh, and Sean and RJ on our Dallas affiliate, 105.3 The Fan. We'll have that, I'm hoping, next week. What about Mike McCarthy? What about his impact in Dallas? Again, this is from Jordan Lewis. I feel like he's done a tremendous job. You know, you know everything that you know. I guess all things you know in consideration. Uh, it's kind of hard. A lot of you know media. Um, oh yes. A lot of you know people against you. Um, all the outside noise, and you know we kind of you know just just made sure that we you know we stuck our arms around each other and, and stayed together. So, I mean. He, I think he did a really good job. I mean, he helped me a lot, you know, with my career. And I feel like, you know, I learned a lot with him. Some high praise for Mike McCarthy. And there's no doubt he's made a positive impact on the organization. But is it enough? According to many fans, it's not enough. And I think a lot of fans believe the grass is greener if they would get a Bill Belichick. That seems to be the working theory in Dallas that Jerry Jones would be able to lure Bill Belichick. But what if that's not the case? Well, then do you stick with Mike McCarthy? Then is he a better option? So tough questions. Jerry has certainly made changes or allowed changes over the last couple of years. He was committed to keeping Dan Quinn last season or last offseason into the 2023 campaign. And the defense was really good until it wasn't. 
They let Kellen Moore go. Mike McCarthy took over play calling. Dak Prescott had his best year. 12 more wins, an NFC East title again for the second time since he's been there. And I know the playoff wins have not been there. But are you so sure, Cowboys fans, that had it been a different coach, they would have more playoff wins? See, that to me is, it's quite a leap. It's quite a leap. On Twitter, who would you rather have as a head coach? We've got the poll up now. A-Law Radio, and then our Facebook page, too. I hope you're staying warm. We're happy to keep you company if you're under seven blankets. we got a down comforter on our bed. Down comforter, quilt, and then some throw blankets as well. Just not the cat or the dog. That's now illegal in the house. I can't help it, though, if the cat gets up on the bed when I'm sleeping and I don't know. I mean, how am I supposed to know? Be no way of knowing. Supposed to have a cat alarm. <laughs> mm, might be onto something there. Mm. As I look up, there's a, that. there's a cat on a girl's shoulder in, a, in an ad on TV. If only she had a cat alarm. If only she had a cat alarm, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> oh, it's our hump show. I'm feeling a little bit goofy, a little bit loosey goosey. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. It's a touchdown. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Tuesday on After Hours. Firing for the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Touchdown. Takes it himself to the power. Touchdown. One man to beat 10. He's gone. They throw in the end zone. Caught. 
Touchdown! Hey, the guy missed. He's inside the five. He's to the three to one. Touchdown! Feather zelting into the end zone. Touchdown! To cast your vote for the TD of the week, head to at After Hours CBS on Twitter or give us a call at 855-212-4227. The Houston Texans. Down to 4.15 to go in the third quarter. Flacco operating out of the gun. Flacco looks. He throws. It is intercepted. Christian Harris down the left side. Nobody's there. And it's Harris to the house. Touchdown, Texans. It's a pick party in Houston. 35 yards. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. David Moore swings in motion to the left from the 44-yard line. Makefield throws a ball to the right side. Caught ball. And a broken tackle by Moore to the 40, to the 35-30. David, it's Bray Palmer. Palmer to the 5. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Touchdown, Buccaneers. Fire the cannons. Trey Palmer does it. The Green Bay Packers. C.D. Lamb motions to the left side. Prescott on the shotgun. Pollard to his left. And he takes the snap, takes the handoff. Tight pocket. Throws it. Intercepted. Intercepted. Intercepted back the other way. It's going to be a pick six for Darnell Savage. Oh, my goodness. Darnell Savage with... His first interception of this season. Wow. The Cowboy fans are in shock. The Buffalo Bills. Here's the snap. Blitz coming. Allen steps up in the pocket. Going to take off and run. Has the first down and more. To the 40. To the 35. 30. Breaks away. 20. 10. 5. Touchdown, Josh Allen. Yeah, give him a flex, Josh. You just schooled them with their back turned for a huge touchdown run of 47 yards. It's 53 yards. He was on his own side of the field. Faster than a speeding bullet. Those are the options for After Hours TD of the Week. And the poll's still ongoing for a couple more hours. So we'd love to hear from you on our show Twitter, After Hours CBS. You can also send your questions for Ask Amy Anything there or on Facebook. Running through the various options, Ian Eagle on Westwood 1, the Christian Harris pick six for a touchdown. Man, the Texans, you want to talk about flexing their muscles against the Cleveland Browns and Joe Flacco with a pair of pick sixes. Then you've got Gene Deckerhoff on Buccaneers Radio. Baker. These are his bucks. Three touchdown passes, well over 300 yards, including Trey Palmer, who just got through that defense like every other receiver. My goodness. Once the Buccaneers stopped dropping passes, they had no trouble with the Eagles' would-be tacklers. 157 yards after catch for the Bucks receivers in what was a lopsided affair to wrap wildcard weekend. Wayne Larvey on Packers Radio. Darnell Savage picked a perfect time for his first pick six of the year. Uh, That came in a playoff route of the Cowboys. And then finally, it may have been cold. Josh Allen doesn't care. He'll still truck you. Uh, Chris Brown on Bills Radio. Yeah, there were four touchdowns for Josh Allen. But that one, the most dazzling, explosive, and powerful He's a monster. He's a machine. Those are uh, compliments, of course. And he's got some speed, too. And 
I guess his teammates were telling him to slide, but he decided that he wouldn't that time anyway. So those are your candidates. Again, you can find the poll on Twitter or on Facebook. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Now, we had been talking in the wake of some of these playoff exits from Saturday, Sunday, Monday about the various coaches. I don't happen to think that there are changes required in either Dallas or Philadelphia. In fact, I think those changes at head coach anyway might be counterproductive. However, there's a lot of sound and fury. What about for Pittsburgh? Again, fans irate because Mike Tomlin's not that good. He's not a good fit for the Steelers. They only have never had a losing record under him, but, you know, what's that mean anyway? It is a pebble in my shoe. (laughs) But mostly people are talking because of the moment where a reporter post-game on Monday brought up his contract and Tomlin exited stage left, his left, our right. Do we have that particular moment? There's really nothing to it, honestly. She starts talking, and he just walks off the dais and heads into the the bowels of the stadium. So leaves the press room, and all you see is his backside. That's what he thinks of your line of questioning. Before she even got to her question, actually. She never really asked anything. She just got to. So your contract, you're left in your contract. Anyway... It was members of the Steelers' defense doing their exit interviews on Tuesday, and Cam Hayward was asked about Mike Tomlin walking away from any questions about his contract. Why would he answer a question like that? He's worried about trying to win a playoff game. And then last night, you know, we just lost a big playoff game. Why does he need to address that now? That's not the time or the place. And I appreciate the question, but I just think for him in general, um, you know, Coach T's earned that to just, you know, be single, singly focused on one goal. And, you know, we've asked this question week in and week out. It's just not fair to the process. Agree with that. Why would he answer the question? Even if the question is legitimate and he does have a year left on his contract, they did make the playoffs despite starting three different quarterbacks. I do I still don't understand why the grass is so much greener for the Steelers. I get that winning a Super Bowl is the ultimate goal, but you had an aging Hall of Fame quarterback. Maybe he he hung around too long. Maybe he didn't. But the fact that there was no real run game to speak of in the last couple years with Ben Roethlisberger, and he was hurt. Again, that was kind of the end of that era. Now they're trying to find their quarterback, the draft Kenny Pickett, okay, he spent a good portion of this year being hurt, so not a, a lot of consistency there. Still, run game takes forever to get warmed up this season. They make a coaching change or make a coordinator change, I should say, firing Matt Canada, and yet they still finish in the AFC North in a wild card spot. So to me... That's milking the positive out of what could largely have been a disaster. Well, that's just my opinion. I happen to think that there's more to a coach in his tenure and 
the decision then wins and losses. But I understand Super Bowls are the goal. This whole thing about him only having one year left on his contract doesn't make any sense to me. So if you only have one year, that means that you don't have any job security. I kind of understand because it's a it's a bit of a rat race that that players always want that extra money and players always want that guarantee. But I'm not sure you could have more job security than Mike Tomlin in, in Pittsburgh. It's about one of the most secure jobs in the entire league. But there's been some talk that maybe Tomlin will walk away and pull a Sean Payton, so to speak, where he takes a year off because he's burnt out or it's old and stale in Pittsburgh. And they also asked Cam Hayward about that on Tuesday. Why are we so concerned with somebody who has a year in their contract, has been locked in, and has wanted to just play coach football? We don't ask anybody else if they need to come back for another year or anything else. I just think it's doing him a disservice. This guy's been locked in from the very get-go, but yet we're worried about if he's coming back or not. Um, and he's been locked in, and I appreciate it because that's only created more dissension for players and coaches. We just want to focus on one goal. He wants to focus on one goal. And I just think that's fair to him. I, I do know that the reports out there indicate that Tomlin plans to coach in 2024. We also had heard, now it's not been confirmed by the team but or the ownership, we had heard the Roonies had offered him a contract extension Maybe he wants to coach out the string and then decide what to do. But to a man who's had a microphone in front of his face, they seem to think either A, he doesn't want to go anywhere, or B, they don't want to change, like T.J. Watt. I want to play for Mike T. It was huge in my contract talks. Is I don't want to play for anybody other than Mike T., um, I, you guys understand and see in the way that I talk about how much I respect and appreciate him as a coach, as a man, as a leader. And um, that's my endorsement for him. That is quite an endorsement from one of the best defensive players in the league. TJ Watt says, I don't want to play for anybody else. How much do you think that resonates with the Rooney family? You want to keep TJ Watt under contract? You want to keep him in Pittsburgh? And those guys who are two of the leaders on the defense, Cam Hayward, the captain, does not sound like they think this is the coach's fault. Similar to in Dallas. So far, nobody publicly, not not that they would say anything publicly, but no one's rumbling about how this is on Mike McCarthy. And I would think that'd be a major cop-out. If you're Micah Parsons and you dare blame this on your coaching staff, are you kidding me? I would think their egos would be too big to be blaming on coaches. Although I guess Justin Fields did that earlier in the season. So, <laughs> All right. Which of these coaches would you prefer? We know that now Mike Tomlin reportedly going to coach out the string, if you will. Mike T. Is he lame duck? Is he a lame duck coach? That's interesting. Again, we, we've heard the Rooney family wants him to stay. So far, other than New England, still open season for head coaches. Oh, man. When is the news going to drop? I can feel the the buildup, the anticipation. I suppose you could call this week boring after last week. What? No more Hall of Famers retiring or stepping down or leaving their posts? 
I mean, are we spoiled rotten as sports fans? I think we are. Uh, Coming up, it was a 22-point lead for the Kings in the fourth quarter. Oh, huh. And also, Nikola Jokic and Joel Embiid having a moment after the Nuggets and the Sixers tipped off. It's after hours when they... This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Me, Lawrence. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Peel bounces to Allen. An up fake gets Herder to fly by. Steps left, shoots a three, and hits nine threes on the night for Grayson Allen. Give him 29 points. And it's 113 to 99. Grayson Allen open, gets an up fake, then feeds Gordon out to Durant for three. He got it! Single digit game with 410 left to play. Kevin Durant has 20 on the night. It's 113 to 104. Gordon for three. He got it! Eric Gordon lines it up and knocks it down. That cuts the lead in half. 115, 112. Kings on top with a minute 20 left to go. Durant, right corner, it's Gordon. Wide open three. He got it, and we're tied at 115. The Suns have come all the way back from down 22. 40 seconds left to play. Getting you to the good half of your week. It's the Hulk Show on After Hours. You hear the adage, that phrase over and over again, there's no lead that's safe in the NBA. The lead is never big enough in the NBA. And how often do we see that proven? But this was quite a doozy. The Suns trailed the Kings. Now, this is in Phoenix. This is the kind of game that got... Monty Williams fired last year. The Suns trailed the Kings on their own court by 22 points in the fourth quarter. But as you hear on Suns radio, Grayson Allen got hot, ultimately finished with nine threes, scored nearly 30 for the Suns. And as they're storming up and down the court, they're steadily chipping away and chipping away. They finished the game on a 23-4 run. So the Kings left that door wide open. Ten seconds to go. Beal on the dribble. Gets shoved by Fox. Gives it over to Durant. Down to five. KD on the drive. Stops left elbow. Jumper up. Nobody's fouled. De'Aaron Fox got a piece of Kevin Durant with 1.6 seconds on the clock. KD will go back to the line. First free throw up and good. KD, 8 for 8 at the line tonight, 26 points. Durant bends his knees, shoots, and hits. 119-117, Suns on top, timeout Kings. It wasn't even like they had the entire fourth quarter to cut through the noise and rally from 22. Now, the Kings were up 22 with just over eight minutes to go. Up 22 points with just over eight minutes to go. 
This is like having a 27-0 lead in an NFL playoff game and ultimately not able to protect it. Come on, bro. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. So you had Kevin Durant hitting a couple threes. You had Eric Gordon hitting some threes. Grayson Allen. They just got hot. Though the Kings still had an opportunity in the waning stages. The last few seconds. Barnes will inbound far sideline. He gets it from James Williams. Slaps the ball. Looking. Still looking. Gets it to Malik Monk. He's going to shoot a three at the buzzer. He missed it. And the Suns win. Suns win it, 119-117, the final score, their biggest comeback win of the season, down 22, they rally, fight all the way back, and get their first win of the year against the Sacramento Kings. I usually know how the game is flowing, but I felt like this was a blur. I felt like I looked up, we was down six, and I look up again, it's a tie game, you know, <laughs> so everything happened so fast. I guess we all were in the zone and just locked in. And I think once we went small and was able to switch all the actions, they're a team that likes to, you know, play a free-flowing movement offense. So when you could disrupt that, you know, they turned into a whole different team. We've seen firsthand that the modern NBA team's never out of a game. We've lost a few, you know, and, um, you know, that was the sort of the messaging throughout the game is, you know, we're going to keep changing the game, and, and uh, but we just got to stay in the fight. Frank Vogel and Kevin Durant, this is the type of win that can spur a team, that can really spark a team to feel like we have something worth playing for here. As much as there's no safe lead in the NBA, the Suns are just the second team in the last 25 seasons to do this. Come back from more than 20 down in eight minutes. And the Kings have got to feel like they got kicked in the groin or punched in the gut. I'm not sure which one is more desirable. 22 points. You've got to check out the highlights if you didn't see the game. It's pretty impressive. They finish it on a 23-4 to run. What was that, Jay? And that's a peanut happened. gallery. They're still cheering. They're still cheering in Phoenix. They're just so happy. <laughs> They're just so happy in Phoenix. <laughs> Have you voted yet for the TD of the week? If not, you can find that on our show Twitter after our CBS. Or as I say, you can also check it out uh, on our Facebook page and then send your questions for Ask Amy Anything. It is the Hump Show. Your chance to ask Amy anything except... Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Why do I keep seeing that question? (laughs) Oh, dear. So let's talk about the matchup of championship quality big men. I say that because I shouldn't just go with MVPs. Uh, Yes, Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets are the reigning champions. I feel like Joel Embiid has played championship-like, but of course the Sixers haven't gotten past the second round, so that was more of a... It's misleading type of a qualification. We'll just go back to MVPs. They're MVPs, and they were on the court together in Philly. Here's Jackson on a drive. Embiid right there. Wild shot by Jackson. Embiid with a D. Here's Maxi to Embiid. Joel in in the lane. Gets around Jokic, and he laid it up and good. He pulled the Euro on Jokic. (laughs) So I suppose this can give you... A feather in your cap. I don't know. It's it's not a playoff game. It's a victory over the defending champions. And yes, Joel scored 41. Um, 
Nikola Jokic and, and Joel likely to be involved in the MVP races again. So what did Joel say to Nikola? Uh, he actually said that he told him something about how he was the best player in the league, blah, blah, blah. I think that's what I saw. Anyway, um, the two of them completely different, obviously. They're not the same type of player, uh, but it is cool to see them dominate in the paint or even take their game and spread spread it out and be on the perimeter and just what they can do with the ball in their hands and creating shots for themselves. I don't think I care what, you know, people, you know, decide who's the best. I know, you know, I want to be the best, and I'm not. I'm gonna do whatever it takes to be the best, um, you know. But you know, sometimes you know it's not about you know just the individual. So you gotta be able to win as a team, and uh, you know. So you gotta do the best job possible to make sure that you know you put your, yourself in the team uh, in the best pos- position possible to win. And uh, uh, it seems like. You know, if you want to be the best, you gotta you gotta win. Uh, no matter what's around and no matter who's around, you gotta find a way to win. So that's my goal. He's a really good player. He's uh, he's playing historic right now. He's uh, averaging 30-something points uh, every night, and uh, that's really that's extremely hard to do, especially every night. Uh, but I mean, I'm not playing against him. I'm playing against uh, Philadelphia, so you know. It was a good matchup, probably. It was. It was a close game, but Joel with 10 straight points, so a 10 nothing run of his own uh, in the fourth quarter, and that turned out to be the difference in this battle of big men. One hour down, it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.